turn the mic on. A plus, B plus, that probably wouldn't free us even if we had bread. Still wouldn't be us a new artist. It would never want to read us. That's not everyone could be a teacher. Cash in, lawyer. All right, welcome, welcome to Boys in the Fatherhood, the number one Irish American fusion podcast on fatherhood, parenthood, and making sure your kids don't turn into serial killers. I'm Eric Marmon, first-time father of a tiny infant, and with me, as always, is my brother from another mother, Mr. Damian Smitty Smith. Smitty, how's parenthood treating you over there? It's good. It's, it's treating me well, my friend. How about you? Yeah, things are great. We, we obviously took a little bit of a break. It's good to be back. Uh, my child is now over six months and still alive, so that's a win. That's a win. That's a milestone. Right? You get a, a chip for that. I do. They, yeah, right. They they hand out <laughs> chips for that now. Uh, how things with your son? Yeah, that good man. His uh, vocabulary is getting very good, and yeah, he's just growing up very very fast. All of a sudden. What does that mean? Vocabulary is getting very good. Are there any good words I should know about? Nah, it's just like. He's he's having conversations for the most part, and it's just it's interesting. It's just it's adorable the little things. Like if he he falls like if he, if he stumbles over and you're like, hey, you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. And he'll get up and walk away. It's like just little things like that. You're like, okay, just catches you off guard when you're used to just noises coming out of him. Yeah, mine mine is still at the the oper- like he's not there are no words yet at six months and he's still making R two D two noises so it'll be like those high pitch like um so R two D two is definitely the best best comparison for where mine is today. Sounds um, fun. Yeah, sounds are fun. We're gonna go over some of our standard stuff. Do a little parenting tips with our just the tips segment. We're gonna do uh, our dad joke of the week from you, Smitty, in a little bit. But first, I figured we'd start off with Treasures or Terrors, if that's all right with you. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Great. So Treasures or Terrors, for those who maybe it's your first podcast, this is where we recap whether our tiny humans were absolutely adorable and wonderful treasures, or if they were terrible, horrible terrors that will haunt our dreams. So Smitty, tell me, your son, who now has a very robust vocabulary, was he a treasure or a terror this week? You're going to hate me for being indecisive again, but I honestly, I, I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> it's the whole we, point of the I, fucking segment. Uh, no, I had to do, like, so, look, parenting had to be done this last couple of weeks. Okay. Uh, uh, both me and his mother, we, like, got together, strategized and shit. It was, uh, some shit went down. Right? What happened? So, uh, Rain, when he spends time with family, and he did, he's been a week away, uh, there's certain members of the family that teach him that knocking down all the blocks that you build up is the best part about building blocks, which kind of is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But, um, I, your family members are very correct with that. But so what happened is at school, at his daycare, he he knocked down other kids' blocks. And uh, to be, I thought it was hilarious. And then this one kid, who I won't name, but kind of, um, this one kid bit him like three times. He had three fucking giant bite marks on him. So upon being bitten, yeah. my, my two and a half year old child kick the shit out of this child. Oh, Jesus. Uh, like one kick, or are we talking like numerous kicks? I, so I've said on this podcast before, but my kid, I don't know, his mother ate a lot of uh, steak yep. and drank a lot of milk while she was pregnant. So he's, he's, he's been really freakishly strong since the day he was born. The nurses in the hospital commented on it. You it's think, been a thing. You think that's because she ate steak? It has nothing to do with just like that, like your general dis. Like you could have built yourself. I'd be like, well, I'm a very strong man. 
And so naturally, <laughs> my son is also strong. But you, you're crediting the mother eating a lot of steak. Yeah, I'm crediting her diet, man. She ate, she ate like three steaks a week and drank like gallons of milk a week. It was crazy. <laughs> so his bones, he's just very strong. So he's stronger than all the kids in his class. He like he's two and a half. He wrestles his nine year old cousin. Like, yeah, you know. So he was able. He's able with quite ease to kick the crap out of other two and a half year olds. So it might so have been one whole... kick. It might have been numerous kicks. The point yeah. is, he got he knocked over blocks because he thinks it's hilarious, which it is. Uh, right. A kid was then upset at these destructive tendencies and proceeded to bite him. And he so and then he kicked the kid. So just again, one more time, I just want to clarify: he did something to blocks. Blocks are not people. Blocks are things. So he did something to blocks. No one's no harm is done by knocking over blocks. Then some kid physically attacked him, biting, in fact. So very animalistic. And he then proceeded to act in self-defense. That's that's what I'm hearing. I just want to make sure I have all the facts. Yeah, that's Great. essentially that's exactly what happened. Your son's so a hero. See, now here's the moral quandary that it presents for a parent. Right. He shouldn't have been starting shit by kicking over blocks. It's, but uh, at the same time, I can't be mad at him for hitting another kid who was biting him. Like, that part of me is very proud for him standing up for himself. Yes, I agree. Um, and it's interesting you brought this up because recently we were talking with our teachers at daycare. Um, and we were very impressed with our daycare. Just to kind of go on a tangent here, our daycare, um, every like couple of months, I'll bring you in just to talk to you about the progress the child is making and, and where they're at. Um, and one of the things our teacher said to us was when other kids like take a toy away from our son or take his pacifier away, because apparently that happens. It, one of the teachers was saying they want him to fight back. They, they say he'll immediately start crying. And instead of crying, like if a toy gets taken away, they want him to grab the toy back. Like, no, I was playing with that. Um, or to you know push a kid away. So I think, and again, my son's significantly younger than yours and so earlier in his development. But I think there's something to be said with this concept that um, they should, to a certain degree, be fighting back and working in self-defense. Yeah, they should. And I mean, the thing is, I mean, all right, you're in Manhattan. Yeah. And I'm in the South. But, like, it's, we got him in, it's still a very liberal-minded uh, daycare. Okay. So it's that whole, like, don't fight thing, which I get. There's, like, you, what am I trying to say here? What I've sounded like an asshole. Uh, you know, there's no, boys will be boys is not is not a solid defense anymore, right? You can't get away with that. Right. Because, um, honestly, when I heard, I'm like, you know, good. Yeah, fair enough. I'm, I'm fucking, I was proud. He fucking... The kid bit him. He had a bite on his fucking stomach. A bite mark. He, I could see it. Yeah. Like, I would, I fucking hope he'd, I've talked about it in the podcast before, I I have a scar on my left arm from where a cousin of mine bit me in a fight when we were kids. Like. Yeah, but how old were you on that? You were probably a little bit older. Yeah, yeah, I was five or six. But like, you know, you got, he, I'm, I'm very proud he fought back. I'm very, but at the same time, I'm upset that he started the whole situation. It's interesting. So, I, I, my thought process is at that age, if my child is bit or my child is attacked by another kid, how do you want them to react? Now, when they're a little bit older, I, I think, I don't, and I don't know because I've never had a kid this age, but I think there's definitely a certain age where that's five, six, seven, wherever it is, where they understand the, the moral side of it and they understand like, hey, you know, turn the other cheek. You know, there's a certain point when you will teach the child Gandhi, when you will teach the kid <laughs> Martin Luther King. Um 
But I don't think at that age, like I think there's, I think, I think you are right in being proud that he fought back, that he stood up for himself because he can't stand up for himself with his words, despite how great his vocabulary might be. So I think, I think I'm, I'm okay with you being proud that he kicked the kid back. Yeah, I, I totally. I think I think you you hit the nail on the head there. I can't explain. You can't explain like me and his mother. We like I said, we strategized and we had conversations with him because that's like you know his teachers at daycare told us to do it as well. But you like you're having a child for some reason when you're questioning a child, it's like deciphering code, especially with a toddler. Like you get snippets of information and. You just got to run with it and you got to keep poking at it and they're never clear right. when the answers. Right. So it was difficult. It was difficult to do. But like I picked him up the other day and this is two weeks after the incident and he runs up to me screaming, Daddy, jumps in my arms. By the way, happiest moment every day. Yeah. And, um, Which is the best. And he just looks at me and he goes, no bite today, Daddy. I was like, okay, that's great news. <laughs> I think to be greeted with that. But, you know, the words have resounded enough with him. Because we were like, you need to tell us when stuff's happening. You need to tell teachers instead okay. of, you know, when kids take your toys, you go to a teacher and tell instead of I'm teaching my son to be a rat, basically, you know. <laughs> so, so there is, so you're saying he has learned the lesson. Because again, he you're, seemed to, like, yeah, because coming great. straight up to me and telling me no bites today, Dad, I thought that was very cool. Now, but does that mean no one's biting? Like, he wasn't the biter. What he should be saying is no kicks today. Because what what he's telling you is, hey, I I beat the shit out of the kid who fucked with me, and no one else fucks with me. Like that's that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, like, everybody's cool now. Yeah, they you, know. You told him, <laughs> hey, you shouldn't kick people, and every day he's running up to you and saying, actually, the kicking worked. <laughs> yeah, maybe that might be the case also. But, um, no, so yeah, when it comes to treasure or terror on that one. He was a treasure about it. He was very adorable about the whole thing. So, yeah. I think overall I gotta go treasure with it because, like I said, it was just a, it was a good parenting lesson. Yeah. For me, and I, I mean, a serious sign. I was like, all right, this is some shit down the road. Yeah. Like this is gonna be a thing. Huh? Like it, not the kicking and fighting. I hope, but just. Fuck, having a parent. <laughs> like no, I mean, oh well, yes, yes, you will probably have <laughs> you're to gonna parent. You're going to have to do that. You'll probably have to do some more parenting at some point, probably. I, you know, we can circle back on that. I'm not 100% sure. But you'll probably, <laughs> at some point or another. No, I mean, seriously, he'll. there will be other fights. Like, unfortunately, <coughs> that's the oh, reality. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. All right. All right, so for me, speaking treasures or terrors, uh, he definitely was more of a terror and... Uh, two things happened. One, for the first time ever, Smitty, he got sick. And not seriously sick, not, like, concerning sick, but he had a stuffed nose. This is the first time ever? The first, like, significant... Here's the first thing. Like, he's he's had coughs, he's had colds, but this was the first time it impacted our day-to-day. Because what I have been led to believe is that babies really only naturally, instinctively breathe through their nose. Or the term I've heard is obligatory nasal breathers. So... When he couldn't breathe through his nose, he's just pissed off at the fucking world because he can't breathe as well. And what that meant was was two things. One is he wasn't sleeping as well. So he's getting up a lot more and he's waking up a lot more and we're having to help him a lot more through sleeping through the night, which obviously is fucking awful because sleep is the most important thing in the goddamn world. Yes, it, it was, wasn't it, when it used to be a It thing. used to be a thing. But what's an unintended consequence, what I've now learned, is that... He wouldn't drink from the bottle. 
and he wouldn't drink uh my we're still breastfeeding and, and he wouldn't he would have trouble eating so it was the first time ever that it yeah. used to be like he couldn't get enough when we used to have to slow him down on the bottle because otherwise he'd spit up for the first time he like was refusing to eat and so daycare they they track how much he's eating and he was throughout the day at daycare drinking probably about he'd usually drink three bottles he was barely drinking one and he would come home and he'd barely drink enough and we talked to a pediatrician. Pediatrician was like, listen, when he's hungry, he will find a way to eat. He will eat. He'll cry. You know, as long as he's not crying, which he wasn't, they're like, then then he's not like starving to death. But he was significantly he, eating significantly less. And so I'm giving him terror, not through any faults of his own, but because he essentially went on a bottle strike. He then got better. He, you know, we're using like that snot sucker, which is the weirdest fucking thing on the planet. And he hates, for those who don't know, it's a, essentially a tube. You stick into your baby's nose and then suck the boogers out. And it is at- Wait, 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 wait. I, I got to stop you. I'm yeah. sorry. I've got to interrupt this. Um, is this like the one in the commercial I keep seeing? I have not seen the commercials, but I imagine Oh, it's gross. It is- it's, 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 you suck it actually through your mouth? Yes. Yes. What the fuck, man? I have one here. Like... No, I keep seeing that. I'm like, who the fuck has that? So we have like, it. You actually have that shit? We have it. Um, I have probably done it a fifth of the amount of times my wife has. Um, it is not as gross as it sounds in concept. Like, I have not gotten boogers in my mouth. My kid has sneezed in my mouth before, so it wouldn't be a new concept. Yeah, well, that, that'll happen. That'll happen. Yeah, I've seen it a seen it hundred times. Um, but it is not as gross as it sounds. I actually have a friend of mine who has a kid about two months older than my son and he says that his kid loves it now like hated it originally but now is aware of the relief it provides so i will endorse the snot sucker well i've got one i've got one like a red cross when we got and it, you you just squeeze the end of yeah. it and then release stick it in the nose and release it and it sucks up the fucking boogers oh, so that and sounds... it doesn't have to touch your mouth yeah i mean no boogers are i think this probably gives you a little bit more control but it, it, the bottom line is it's not as gross as it thinks. And the double bottom line is my son was a terror. Huh. It's not his fault. It's that he had a stuffed nose. He went on a bottle strike afterwards because he associated the bottles with I can't breathe. Um, we've of we've, course, we've yeah. since gotten past that. Um, my advice, and, and this can be a pseudo parenting tip, but we'll get into adjusted tips in a second. But our advice was what was happening is then we were warming up like five, six ounces of milk. He wouldn't drink it, and it was wasted milk, which is the, the worst thing you can do uh, to a kid, apparently. Yeah. Um, so what we started doing in my... To the mom. Yeah, to the, exactly. My wife was, was not the happiest. But my advice, <laughs> my advice to parents in this situation is what we started doing is we would only heat up about two ounces. Because instead of having these large feedings, he would eat in like tiny snacks. So we just started heating up tiny snacks. And it was more... There was more labor to it. It was definitely a pain in the ass. But um, it's it's over now. We're past it. But as a result, I'm giving him terror. Okay. I mean, I, I that can be rough. I remember with uh, Ray getting sick when he was younger, mm-hmm. and we needed to get hydration into right. him, and he wouldn't drink juice. Yeah. I got Pedialyte, every flavor. I got juice. He wouldn't. He wouldn't drink it. We actually ended up pinning him down, <laughs> and in one of those like. Uh, Droppers that you get with the tile, the baby Tylenol and everything. Ah. We fill that with the with the fucking um, Pedialyte, like pin him down and squeeze it into his mouth. Oh, that's <laughs> lovely. That's wonderful. Yeah, that was a, that was a fun evening. That sounds hilarious. We have a pacifier. We have not used it yet. A pacifier that has like a a dropper attached to it, so the kid will suck on a pacifier, and I think you could then just like trick 
trick the child that way. We haven't used it yet, though, so I will have to check on that. Okay, interesting. I bet, yeah, let me know if that works. That's interesting. I will. Will While we're talking about this, can I get an adjust the tips? Because this kind of fits into my, my parenting tip for the week. Absolutely. Great. Let me clear it, the old pipes. You don't always need to have the whole thing. Sometimes you need just the tips. All right, just the tips, because we're busy parents, there's no time for all that filler. Just the tips, it's just the parenting advice. You need to be happy and successful in your day-to-day parenting. So today's just the tips is, and Smitty, we are trying to get my kid to eat, and he is refusing stuff off the spoon. We've tried fruits, we've tried vegetables, we've tried all kinds of weird shit across the board. We tried liver, because one book suggested that liver is high in protein, so we tried giving him liver. Turns out, small kids don't like liver. Who the fuck would have guessed that? But whoever would have guessed such a fucking thing. Like, shocking. But what my wife literally started yesterday. Like human liver? Or yeah. Kind of liver? Yes, Mitty. We gave him human <laughs> liver. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't like it. So unfortunately, I have to give some asshole his liver back. Um, <laughs> it was chicken livers for the record. Yeah, okay. um, or maybe it was cow livers. I think it was both. Either way, he didn't fucking like it. That's the main point is we're not buying livers anymore. Um, but what we have done is. It, it was very frustrating because he'll put everything in his goddamn mouth. Every toy he has, he puts in his mouth, but we'd give him a spoon with food on it, and he wouldn't put the spoon in his mouth. We're like, of all the fucking thing, you put your feet in your own goddamn feet in your mouth, but you won't put the spoon with food in your mouth. We started buying the shit in, um, in packets, in, like, tubes. Like, um... Not Go-Gurts? Like, like not, not like Go-Gurts, but the pouches. Yes, exactly. We started giving him pouches. Oh, and yeah. Thinks, pouches are fucking awesome. He thinks they're toys. So he's reverting <laughs> to, he's taking the plastic, putting it in his mouth, getting real excited, and then we just kind of squeeze it, and he tricks him into food. So for the past 48 hours, he's eaten more food off of that than he has anything previously. What we also had a lot of success with was um, sliced up cucumbers, because, again, they look like his toys. So we will put his food on a sliced up cucumber. And I think because it's like a little cold, it, it, I, you know, he's teething right now. So oh, yeah, it, it gives him relief. It gives him some relief. Exactly. So I think the cucumbers have been real successful. Anyway, my parenting tip is if the kid won't eat off the spoon, find another vessel. Cucumber slices has worked for us. And the, the pouches have already been really successful. So I think we're going to exclusively feed him via pouch like an old person. Like an old person. That's yeah. No pouches are great, man. I still use them today. Like right. to get when he, when he's not in the mood for breakfast. Yeah, I had a an incident last week where he wouldn't. I I actually cooked. I made like a really nice dinner. Yeah, I've heard this I before. Like, yeah, you, you've like I made Irish like, potatoes, meat, veg, all the good stuff. I was yeah, like, man. we're gonna have a nice dinner today, and he was like, I want mac and cheese. I'm like, no, you're not having mac and cheese. You've had mac, mac and cheese the last two days. You're not having mac and cheese. Your mother told no. Mac and, and uh, cheese is a great meal. You're not. We're not. So allowed. I put it that. Can't, Here's the moment, side. though. He picked up a potato. It was like, still had some skin on it or whatever. It was a mashed up potato. He picked it up. He's like, I don't like this. What? I was like, boy, you, <laughs> <laughs> you will never say those words again in this house. But no. So what don't ended talk up shit about the potatoes. Was, what ended up happening was, this was another like parenting moment, I guess. My son went to bed that night with no dinner. Really? That's a thing. Yeah, I had to, I had to stay strong. It was hard as shit. And like in the next day, he ate like, oh man, what a breakfast! <laughs> he was, <laughs> so he, he survived. ate everything. Yeah, he survived obviously and ate a huge breakfast the next day. But like, I, my pediatrician has said to me from early days, 
she's always said, we're not chefs. You know, yeah. you're, you're not going to, don't cook what to order. You don't make your food to order for the child. The child has to eat what he's given. This is what's so for this, dinner. This is what we're having. Yeah, I mean, shit. When I was a kid, yeah. like, I don't know when I was a toddler. I'm assuming it was the same way. No. Like, it was a case of, no, you fucking eat what you're given or you yeah. don't eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me ask you numerous questions about this because this is not uh, something I've had to face yet. Does, did it affect the bedtime routine? Like, was he fighting to go to bed? Was he, like, I would imagine a child that is hungry is going to be hard to get to go to sleep. Uh, I didn't find it too much of an issue once we got to the bed, once we got to reading of the stories and stuff like that. He would... He seemed fine. I think that night I may have fallen asleep while he was pretending to read me a story. Oh, okay. Okay. So it didn't, I mean, bottom line is, and then you sent me a picture of that. Bottom line is, firstly, we should point out, because every time you tell me something like that, I forget that your child can't read. Like, so what you're describing <laughs> is him just holding open a book and yeah, and, and making noises. He, yeah, he had a book upside down. He was like, blah, 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 blah. And it, his favorite book to do that with is uh, this book I read, I have beside my bed. And it's an Irish book, an old Irish book. It's got a bunch of short stories and a bunch of poems in it. Yeah. And, but the thing is, like, I didn't realize about this book until I was going to read him a, a poem from it. Yeah. It's dark. Really? Like, somebody dies in every one of them. It's like all about like the potato famine or the British killing us all or the child. <laughs> and there's one where a child accidentally shoots himself. And like I was, I know I got like three lines in, and I was like, I'm just gonna start talking to you, pretending that I'm reading because I'm not telling you this. This is and, his um, favorite book. This is the one that he insists now on holding and pretending to read to me and sleeping with. Are there good pictures? What is what is the there's, appeal there's for no him? There's no pictures. So it's just I a don't know. written... It, yeah, it's it a small, be the Bible. thin book. Yeah, it's a small, thin book. You got yeah, I don't know. He just likes it. I don't get it, but yeah, it's dark. You gotta get rid of that fucking book, man. Well, no, he doesn't know the words in it. And he, it's just a toy to him. <laughs> but, but eventually he will... And that's one you're gonna have to explain. This is parenting. You gotta gotta get rid yeah. of a book that talks about kids getting shot by kids. Well, by the time he's reading, I hope it's we've moved on. Like, like he just pretends to read that one, and I'll read him Llama Llama. Like, you know. I'm not familiar with Llama Llama, but you're I'm, not familiar with Llama Llama. Oh man, you gotta get a Llama Llama series, man. They're good books. Yeah, it's good shit. They re- read them at daycare too, because the other day I dropped him off, and he was having one of those mornings where sometimes he does this. He doesn't. He gets very clingy. Okay. And I had some free, I had some free time. Um, when, uh, my new job, uh, I don't actually have to be there at any specific time. Oh, for, I love that. Tra- for training purposes. Right. When I'm doing the training for it. And uh, so I was there. But it was funny because I was in like, my not my full uniform. because Well, for those that don't know, it's firefighting. So yeah. I wasn't in like full firefighting gear, but I was in like the boots and fucking pads and t-shirt, whatever. So I just had to sit down in, this, in their little reading circle and listen to Lama Lama. <laughs> um, let me ask you a quick question on that and then I want to hear your dad joke of the week as we get towards the end here um, what how long is it okay for you to stay at daycare because we and the reason I bring this up is when my son was originally put into daycare he had some trouble adjusting and at a certain point because what my wife and I would do is we'd come and we one of us would stay for up to a half hour because we wanted to make sure he was in a good place mentally before we left him there where we were concerned that he wouldn't be in a good place mentally. And at a certain point, the teacher said to us, hey, you just need to drop him off and go because he thinks now that him crying at daycare will 
bring, bring you, you there. Exactly. And that's not a good place for him to be. And we were like, fuck you. That's a terrible idea. We're not doing that. <laughs> and eventually we did it. And surprise, surprise, the daycare person who's been doing this for years knew more than us who'd been doing it for four months. So uh, my question for you is, does your daycare kick you out at a certain point? Or are you now past the point where... At his age, that's not... Like, do I not have to be concerned about that in the future? I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't. They didn't kick me out, but, like, you know, they all know when they get upset when you're dropping them off. It break your heart to leave. Right. But you know the fucking two minutes after you're gone. Yeah. They're fine. They're having fun. They're playing. They're doing whatever, and they're yeah. having fun. So it won't matter just, at this point. No, and he was just, you know, he was 30. being... No, and he was just so clinging to me. You know, I... Like I said, I wasn't in a hurry, so I was like, this might be nice I mean, for me to sit here for a second with them. And, um, you know, he still may kicked off a bit of a stink when I was leaving. Yeah. But uh, I know he was going to be fine. He's just, he, the kid, he, he's, like I said, man, I think it was the last one we did before our little break. Yeah. Kid has weaponized hugs. He knows what he's doing a he lot of the doing. time. Yeah. So you got to stay strong a lot, which is harder than you'd fucking think. It's like sleep training. Have you done that yet? We got to cover that with you. Have you that- tried? We started it about two weeks ago, which was a little later than we should have. We should do a whole yeah. podcast on sleep training because yeah, um, maybe maybe we can cover that next time before we yeah. do the list of dad things because like we learned it from that book, The Happiest Baby on the Block. Yeah, and now his mother is telling me that she's reading The Happiest Toddler on the Block. There's a bunch of good advice in there. Yeah, uh, because that when we finally open that Happiest Baby on the Block post colic and like. The, the things it tells you to do in there, and like I remember trying one of them one night, yeah. After and it 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 worked immediately. I just looked at his mom. I was like, "This is a magical book. Why you haven't we been reading this fucking book?" I did. I said the book of shadows because it's got it. It was magical. Yeah. So that helped us with the sleep training. But you know, it's it's like that in the sense that while they're screaming in the room, it's the hardest thing in the fucking world. Yeah. To to ignore it. Yeah, it's the worst. We need to we need to talk because I. We started doing it. We broke. We gave up. And it was my fault, not my wife's. I, I was the one who pulled the ejection cord. Oh, um, no. And now we're back at it. And I was worried we were a little late. And then another a friend of mine who has a kid at eight months just started doing it. And he's using it for an entire... So we need to do a whole podcast on that. So let's... Let's, pin, let's make our back. next podcast. Next sleep podcast training. will be on sleep training. Um, just a friendly reminder... Please, um, before you listen to our next podcast, rate us. Give us a rating on Stitch or on Google Play, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever it is you are listening to this podcast. If you write us a five-star review, uh, Smitty will read it. He'll read it in his beautiful, darling, Llama Llama-based Irish accent right here on the podcast. <laughs> um, it's the easiest way for you to become internet famous, so please write us a five-star review. Um, I, Smitty, before we... I have we... not actually checked the reviews in a while. I'm going to look that up while we're doing the joke. No, because then it's depressing if we don't have any new ones. Um, <laughs> can you hit us... Before we wrap up, will you hit us with a dad joke of the week? Yes, and uh, got an email with this one, which is oh, nice. Um, Send us your jokes it, at boysinthefatherhood at gmail.com. Because Smitty shouldn't yes. have to look up his own jokes. That is very true. Um, I really don't like it because it, it makes me lose hours of my day on Reddit. Yeah. It's so funny. Um, so this one comes from Aaron, and Aaron is in Long Island. And Aaron says, hey, guys, big fan of the show. Good job, Aaron. And yeah, and she, and she says, uh, re- I really like Smitty's accent. So that's nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, not yours. Mm. <laughs> uh, Aaron's joke of the week is... Uh, what do you call an alligator in a vest? An investigator. 
That is a dad joke. Why? <laughs> investigator. Alligator. Invest. Alligator in okay, vest. okay, okay. Yeah, I get it. All right. I got the vest part and I got the gator part. I was like, but why is he investing or investigating? And then I was like, oh, he's uh, in the vest. In the vest. In the vest. All right. right. She, also, she also has a backup one sent here. Um, great. Thank you, Aaron. Yeah, there's a, it's a, it's a Mexican magician. Okay, sorry. I've lost the email. Never mind. We're going to stick with the investigator one. We'll go with the investigator. <laughs> I'll tell you, a coworker who's only 25 and does not have kids asked me, um, goes, hey, Eric, you like mushrooms, right? And I figured he was asking me a drug question, so I said no. And he goes, <laughs> you know, because I'm at work. I'm like, I'm not falling for this one, HR. Well played. Um, and he's like, no, 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 like, you know, on, on salads or, on, you know, as a vegetable. You like, you like mushrooms, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I like mushrooms. He goes, yeah, because you're a fun guy. Oh, no. I told That's him, I was like, awesome. you're not a dad. Where did this come from? Why would you tell me this? He's like, well, I know you're a dad. I thought you'd appreciate it. So uh, shout out to Mikel at my job because um, that was a very good dad joke. And That is a very good dad joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He set it up well. He did. Okay, I like that. All right. All right, I got to wrap it up, Smitty. Is that cool with you? Uh, yeah, sure. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for Boys in the Fatherhood. If you've got a question, story, or just want to talk some smack, shoot us an email at boysinthefatherhood at gmail.com or tweet at us at fatherhoodboys. This podcast is produced by Teddy Page. Logos were created and designed by Tiny Awesome Things. And the cast features music by All Nation. I'm going to get back to dad duty. Say goodbye, Smitty. Goodbye, Smitty. Brother never learn from another, no mother, just him and the pain that's within. Bound forever by death and the love of sin. Engraved in our souls since we was children. I'm grinding to the top, but until then, forever on the hustle, on the grind and then when it's my time to shine, this boy just goes in. I'm spitting kinda cold, so I leave him frozen. Bought a brother from the bottom, so I'm so chosen. Out of this world, you cannot get